what sinful desires lie in the hearts of men. Right now I'm watching as Lori tries to put her microphone together. The stand has, the, the little arm that holds the microphone has, this is not a lie, has fallen apart. She's put it on mute, but she and her fiance are trying to put it together. It's quite the sexy scene. She's out of frame right now, but there was a lot of cursing before. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. shit out of this fucking thing. God, stupid fucking fucking idiots made this goddamn thing can't stick to a desk to save its life. Put everyone who created this fucking thing dies a horrible death. God, shit. She's back. Hello, Lori. I've been watching you. The only issue is I'm not hearing you through my headphones. I don't know what to tell you. so delicious. Little does she know that actually I snuck into her apartment earlier today and took everything apart and made put viruses into her computer. Oh wait, she's back. Alright, here I am. Oh. Well, it's just in time then for me to leave! Every time. Welcome to Hello Uglies, the Dragula uh, Titans recap show for season one, episode one, part two, titled Halloween House Party. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined as always by one spooky co-host. From the Pure and Bloody podcast, uh, please say hello, Uggies, to Miss Lorian K. Roggenkamp. Hello, Lorian. Shut up! <laughs> I decided to do it way, right up front this that time. Might, that, the intro to today's show might be the most horrifying one that we've ever done. I know, yes. It was. It was pretty horrifying. Mm-hmm. It was so scary. I wish people could have seen it. It was actually quite wonderful to see i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you've as, gotten a lot of candid moments from me today yeah yeah oh yeah let's, so. let's actually talk about that so i don't have you told your fiance star what happened no i didn't so oh wait 
started. I tell you that Joe. I did. I think I did tell her right before we started. Did I tell you that Joe uh, recorded me? I didn't record you. There's no recording of it. Oh, you didn't. Re- oh, he listened to me. I butt dialed him, and he listened to me uh, live. So, yeah. And she talked about uh, the world of podcasting and stand-up and improv comedy and. Uh, how people she wants people to call her Roggy, and then someone, uh, somebody, we couldn't hear who else was talking, but they said that they wanted to start a Roggy camp. You know? Yeah, they said that I should start a Roggy camp. A, stu- a student of mine said that, oh, that I should do student. it. We couldn't hear them, but Roggy camp. Well, Lori, I would love to sit here and chit chat. That was a very funny part of the day. <laughs> and by the way, that's a good plug. If you want to, I mean. Unfortunately, the expensive tier is sold out. Well, you know what? I don't know what it will be after. It's always good to check, right? As of now, it's sold out. Maybe things will change after November 1st. But the expensive tier was uh, privileged to hear that live. And we discussed it there in the expensive tier on Discord. So you can do that over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. But Lori, I got to tell you something. We have so much to get through today. So much. I, you know, um, one of the hosts of this network, I won't say his name, but it rhymes with Christian Ochoa, will constantly call me. Is it Taylor the Latte Boy? No. I told you, it rhymes with Christian Ochoa. He'll call me and tell me that I sound like I don't give a shit about the show, that I just sound lazy and bored and I'm over it. And that might be true with Drag Race. One of the things I didn't say yesterday, I should have. <clears throat> you know, we hate in, in other people what we hate in ourselves. Yeah, it's true. So I'm just going to say that. Yeah. But let me tell you this, Lori. And I forgot mm-hmm. to say this yesterday. Well, I do want to say this. And I don't know if you agree. And I'll say this now since the top of the show. This is one of the best see- uh, episodes of a drag race, a, of a drag competition show that I've ever seen. It oh, puts I love any- it. Yeah, it puts anything that drag race has put out in the past five years to shame. There is nothing that comes close. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it was, what was it, an hour and a half? Yeah. And it felt like, it felt like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And... And, you know, it's really a competition show, so of course mm-hmm. there's going to be things that drag, but it did not feel like an hour and a half. No. It felt like it felt like a, a succinct show. I would put this up against, like, a, a finale or of a of drag, mm-hmm. of drag race any day. 100%. This, this was a great episode. And what's great so funny episode. is you keep saying that we're part, it's part two, right? Mm-hmm. And so technically we should be halfway done, but I feel like we're just starting. I know. Well, you know, we're we're going to kind of go backwards because I I actually did extra credit, Lori. What I did is I went, I pulled the audio and I took out little pieces because nothing happens in order and I clump them together. I think you tried to do this yesterday, but it's kind of difficult when you have, you know, just words. But I'll tell you what I pulled. I pulled the love triangle conversation Erica versus Abhora, Kendra versus Yavska, Melissa versus Erica, Eva versus Abhora, everything they talked about in the um what I don't know what they call the untucked, you know. The un the untombed, I don't know what they call it, but but uh they do have a name for it, I don't know what it is. But what I want to yeah. start off with, Lori, I want to start off with an apology. To me? Yeah, to you, to Lori and Kay okay. Roggenkamp. In that Yesterday you were talking, and I'm not going to, I could do a lot of excuses. I'm not going to do any excuses, 
the truth of the matter was I was only half listening, but still no excuse, right? You know, <laughs> yes, okay. I was trying to do good things for the show. And sure. I was distracted because of doing great. But there's no excuse for this, Lori. I'm just okay? waiting for you to get to the apology part. You you said now again, no excuses, even though uh-huh. I misunderstood, yeah. right? And it's not my fault. Okay. But I'm gonna apologize because you did you were correct. Abhora did say, you know, oh, the who the basic bitch is gonna be. And and then they cut to Kendra Onyx. Here, here's what I will say: no excuses, none. Wait, what was that? What did you say? I sorry, I cut. I I went mute for some reason. Can you oh. repeat that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that uh, you had said on the air, and I wasn't listening, right? Uh-huh. Because I was working hard for the show in other ways. Mm-hmm. You said that Erica had had made some sort of half a joke. You in your head, she intentionally does it because she wants to give the editors sort of like spoon feed. Abhora, Abhora. Oh, oh, did you I say? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Abhora. That Abhora was basically spoon feeding to the editors a, a cutaway to Kendra. Well, not to Kendra specifically, but to whoever the next queen was. Yeah. And I was not listening, and I and, and in my head, but in my head, I truly thought it was. Uh, What's that fucking bitch's name? I always forget her name. I always want to call her Eva? Dax! Exclamation point. Eva? Yes, Eva. Eva. Eva Destruction. I thought it was Eva. I realized why I made that mistake because Abhora moves. She was standing by Eva, but then later moves to the other side. She moved like several times. Yeah. Anyway, she, yeah. I was wrong. I was wrong. You were right. There's wow. no excuse. The end. Except for all the excuses you gave. <laughs> But I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't give any excuses. Yes, I was working really hard. Thank and you. And I was only half listening. And if I would have been listening, I would have known the answer. But I wasn't. I wasn't. And no excuses, right? Okay, so let's go to the next part. <clears throat> Later in the show, you were so fucking confident that uh, this uh, Astrid won the 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 bobbing for apples and that the rules said she did that, that she the won rules said that she had to declare declare that she was a winner so what i actually pulled them reading the rules and here it is once you leave the stage you'll be going directly to your first fright feed of the season where you will all be partaking in a classic halloween game okay so they're gonna they're gonna t- partake in a classic halloween activity let's wait for the rule where they say you have to shout out like bingo uh, what that you were the winner? It's our version of bobbing for apples. Okay. Only this time you'll be bobbing for apples in real blood. Which I, we covered turned you on. That we they did. were bobbing for no, apples it did in not. real blood. It, no, it yeah. did not turn me on. It okay. was gross and I hated it. All right, here we go. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> well, not just blood, but a cauldron filled with discarded meats, gristle. Fish heads, eyeballs, bones, and whatever else the butcher could manage to turn into meatloaf. Or as Lori calls it, breakfast. The titan who no. can get the most... Okay, the titan who can get the... Here we go, we're getting to the good part. Apples out of the blood pool in the least amount of time will win the fright feat and will receive the ability to choose the teams and roles for this week's main challenge. The end. They never say you have to shout a declarative statement. But how are they supposed to know unless you shout a declarative statement? But it, what how you are said they supposed the to know? You said there were these rules, these invisible rules. I never rules. said that they were in the rules. <clears throat> I just said that, that, how are you supposed to know? 
if you did, any one of them could have said, did I get him? Mm-hmm. Any one of them could have said that. Mm-hmm. Asher won. <laughs> All right. We have, okay. So here's how it's going to work. Here's how it's going to work, Laurie. Here's how it's going to okay. work. I want everyone to know this. Laurie and I are going to buzz through the rest of the episode, but we're going to skip the drama if I already have it. If there's drama I didn't pull, then we can talk about it. But drama okay. that I pulled, we'll, we'll save for later, right? We're going to go over it in detail. Okay. All right? And I'll tell you. And we're going to buzz through the rest. And then and 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 we're going to only talk about it in that segment. All right. Then okay. that's what we're going to do. We're going to buzz through the rest. All right. Here we go. The next day, it's a new day in the boudoir, and the monsters feel pressure to put their routines together after wasting yesterday's rehearsal time. It's revealed that a love triangle exists among Soho, Astrid, and Abhora. Later, Abhora comes for Astrid's hosting abilities, Astrid shows her ass, and Melissa tells Erica she gave her a role she didn't want because she had an attitude. All right, Laurie, let's go through here. And it, look, I will guide you. I don't want you to sit here and think about what was mentioned, what wasn't. I'll say, if you say something, I'll say, well, we'll talk about it when we get to that. Because you don't know what I pulled. Um, yeah. But there was a lot of drama in this scene. What were your thoughts here? Um, well, so I, I I forgot to bring this up earlier, but I have I had a running uh, gag of things that Coco doesn't know. Because <laughs> uh-huh. throughout the episode, there are several things. Like, Coco doesn't know who Yavska is yeah. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coco doesn't when they get to the second day Coco doesn't didn't know that there was a rehearsal for yeah. the first day um, and so I so we'll get to an, a couple other parts where Coco doesn't remember stuff mm-hmm. but yeah I just thought that was funny that they were like oh we missed rehearsal and then Coco was like we had what was what was supposed to be the rehearsal <laughs> just like very innocently just yeah. like I had no idea Um, so I thought that was funny I uh I don't know. I I liked I liked the fact that they I feel like one of the things I like the most about this episode is I feel like the editors are having fun mm-hmm. where, you know, they're like, OK, we're going to get right into it. And then they just cut to them talking <laughs> again, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I like that. Um, but I, I think the rest of the stuff, I don't know if we're, we we're going to just skip over and talk about it later. Yeah, so let me tell you this. So there's this happened in season three, and I completely forgot about it. But I was a hundred. There's a lot of drama, a lot of a lot of drama. We'll discuss some of it now, some of it later. And all during all this drama, Yavska is absolutely living for it. She's not trying yes. to hide it at all. And I that would be me a hundred percent. I would be there like, oh, 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 like, and then like just grabbing onto people like the obstacle was grabbing, like digging her claws into people. She was so excited by the drama. And that would 100% be me. Now, there is a little argument that we didn't cover because it was like a 10 second nothing. Where Astrid goes for Abhora and Abhora fights back. I don't remember why Astrid went for Abhora, but Abhora was like, well, you know, you and your host, you've never said you were a host or or whatnot, and they kind of bicker back and no, forth. No, Abhora went for Ashid, I felt like. Oh, is that what happened? Abhora okay. was like, yeah, your ho- I hope your hosting abilities are better, or something. So it seems like they, there's some bad blood there, because she was saying, like, oh, well, you try and host a, a, a drag show, or so. so maybe it was, like, something her- maybe she had been on her show or something there like was, that. There was a whole sort of thing that didn't get talked about much, where everybody was doubting that Astrid could host this thing. 
first of all, now that we've seen the final product, I don't see what Astra did that was extra special. As a yeah, host. I mean, but again, now when we see the final project pro- product, I don't see why any of them were yeah. worried. They all were just doing their own freaking thing the whole time. You know, it's just like who gave a shit what they had. Yeah. Um, you know, so I yeah. At the time, I could see them saying that, but then now it's like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else, but then I totally lost. In fact, Astrid joined other scenes and like danced with them. It didn't seem like to be that hard of a role. It wasn't like no Astrid wasn't hosting a roast or anything like that. It was just yeah, she was just there. She was just another person there. Yeah, yeah. Now I will say so. At one point, uh, Eric, uh, Erica, abhorred is like, well, you know what? I think you better show take off your pants. And <clears throat> Astrid pulls down her pants and puts her ass on the table. Now, Laura, you may or may not want to know this about me, but I love eating ass. All right. Mm-hmm. Love it. Great. I can go to town. I was surprised by how gross Astrid's ass looked. Not that in terms of like it was a nice shape, but there was like she had like brown stains on the inside and it was did not Coco at one point at one point says, uh, can we get some disinfectant, please? And I was like, I'm with you. It looked swampy and gross. And oh, she see, put I didn't it even on the notice. Table. Oh, well, I'm an ass man. So how did how did you get all up in there? I just saw white cheeks and I was just like, all right. No, I'm oh, no because I, I'm a gay man. Who sees a fit ass and I'm like, it's just, it was not giving good colors. Did you freeze frame and zoom in? What I was freeze the framed. I zoomed in. It was like the Zapruder film. I was like analyzing it from rolled all angles. Rolled back the tape. I rolled back the tape. It, strangely, Kennedy lost his head in that one too. Yeah. I, don't know how. I was like, what is going on? You Weirdly know? enough, you got it on microfiche. And you yeah, just... I did. It was really, and I, and I was like Julia Roberts in the Pelican <laughs> Brief looking for things. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'll just see Astrid's. It, it, no, look, it was a nice shape, but just the color. Ugh, ugh, even now, I'm like, I would not eat that ass. Let me just tell you I, this. I will say this. The thing that worried me about that mm-hmm. was we're on episode one and somebody's yeah. pulling out their ass. Like, yeah. we're we're going to get we're going to get a lot of nudity, I feel like, on this season. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be a lot of naked man parts on this season. Well, like I told you, I, you know, I signed up for Hoso's OnlyFans. And I will say she does not hold back. You say I've seen Hoso get fucked multiple times by different people on her OnlyFans. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't hold back. Her OnlyFans, she gives a she gives a lot for the girl does she works hard for the money. Now, I want to revisit something that we've talked about in seasons past, right? Which is these I don't know why cuz I feel like Dragula really is much more real than RuPaul's Drag Race. However, there are things where they like to put this illusion up that makes no sense. One of them being that the girls make their outfits there in the boudoir, which we know is not the case. And so one of my favorite... It's actually distracting to me now. One of my favorite things to do in the boudoir when they're doing these, like, the girls are working on their costumes thing, is to watch the girls in the background fake working on their costumes. Well, I I feel like I was doing that, but then I noticed mm-hmm. that no one was really working on their costumes yeah. unless they were being shined, like uh, unless they were being interviewed. Like I don't know if you saw, uh, I think it was was it Coco because she had done the first one right, and then they they show her and she's literally just like petting her her her, her outfit. 
And well, I was just like, all right, you're not even trying to pretend like you're doing something. What's funny is Coco's the only one who actually think made her outfit there. And I go, it looks like it. Like, yeah. it was just like strips of fabric. And she was pulling strips of fabric. But and I know this is a visual thing, but I'm going to show Lori. Is they have like a, some sort of piece of their costume in their hand. My have in my hand, the other hand, like a, an unsharpened pencil. And they're uh-huh. just like doing this, like miming, brushing it. It's the oh, weirdest yeah. thing. Well, I would say that, right? And then the the buzzer that lets them know. And then they all have to pretend like they, they have no time. And they're like, yeah. oh, I got so much I got to do. And ah, that, that to me, I'm always just like, we know that this isn't right. Yeah. And it's not even like they're close to, like, if they were close to finishing, I'd be maybe believe it. But, like, they yeah. literally have, like, one eyelash done or something. And and you're like, oh, now in one second we're going to see you completely done and made up and perfect. I feel like every season they get further and further away from, de- like, the next season is them. They're, they haven't even, like, arrived and it's yeah. already the buzzer's going off and they're literally going to run and throw their clothes in the yeah just run back i don't have time the bus was late (laughs) they're just gonna run and then magically they have like a you know like a totem pole on top of their head and it's just like okay how'd you get that on that's why it is what's gonna happen all right for the floor show look prep melissa used a mold of her head to create her pumpkin head piece coco uses white vinyl for her mummy look astrid plants to be a vintage sea monster and a poor credits her inspiration to a book from her stepfather. It's the day of the floor show and Melissa forces Kendra to make amends with Victoria. Eva and Hoso are confident. Eva and Abhora make veiled allusions to their drama. And Yavska acknowledges Kendra's Teletubby read was solid. Um, Again, there's a lot of drama we're going to talk about later. But did you have anything that didn't... Uh, I get, did, I, We're not going to talk about? Yeah, I mean, for the looks... Okay, so... Do you want to talk about looks wise? What who you had in the bottom or No, no, we're not there yet. We're just talking oh, we're not... basically on their elimination day. Oh, on the elimination day. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're not but we're not at the like who did you think had the we're worst? We're talking look? right now, what you we just actually kind of talked about it when they do the buzzer with the whole like oh yeah. it's time to go we're at that we're at that day. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I mean once again I just the only note I really had was that Melissa seemed like she was running around being producer. Yeah. And I was just like, is she even going to work on a costume? Like, <laughs> no. is she gonna, or is she just d- done? And then, yeah. you know, apparently she was done. So, you know, one of the things I want to talk about here, because it's, it's very evident here, and we'll probably hear it in the clips later, is Ab- Abhor is doing this weird, like, she's, she's not being a real person. There are only times during the conversation with uh, Hoso and Astrid that we get a sense when she's actually really upset who the real person is, but she does a lot of that almost like she's being a character. We'll hear it in the clips later, but she's not being her real self. She's being like this weird, she's being a horror with the makeup on, but like with no makeup on. It's very strange. I feel like at all times she's not being herself. Even the times when she's, she's claiming that she's getting into personal stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a, a way for, I feel like there are certain, certain times where, when you get too personal, you sort of disassociate. So mm-hmm. it becomes less, you know, it, it, you sort of don't have to fo- focus on it. It's a weird form of like not having to deal process, you know, mm-hmm. where you get super personal with strangers. And mm-hmm. so she's even when she did that, I was like, I just don't feel this is real. I don't feel like 
anything genuine from you. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, we're coming from a place where I just don't like her. Yeah. Um, and and so, you know, they're sure if if what she's saying is real, I feel horrible for her. But yeah, I mean, that was the whole thing is every single time they were in a room, they would mm-hmm. she would literally st- all of a sudden start going like, you know, like, let's get ready to go, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then what I love is the editors were like, never like, we're going to end on that. They always were like ending on the, all the other drag queens going like, all right, now yeah. Yeah, stop. Calm down. Yeah. Now I want to talk, cause it doesn't really come up in the clips I pulled. I want to talk a little bit about the Alliance. So the Alliance so far and what we're seeing here is Melissa, uh, Coco and Kendra. Now in this scene, uh, Melissa encourages Kendra to go make nice with Victoria because she wants Victoria to join the Alliance. And this gets to what I'm talking about is if I were Melissa who finished in the top three of her season and I was going to make an Alliance, would you make an Alliance with Coco Kane and Kendra Onyx? Well, that's what I'm saying though, is that the, the best, it's sort of like if you look at last season, La Zavaleta, and Mary Cherry, they, you know, right, they seem to have, like, sort of an alliance, kind of, right? But then La Zavaleta realized that Mary Cherry was not going to be going that far, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And that, and then she needed to step up. And so then they, there was, like, a rift between them. And I legitimately think if Melissa's going to go anywhere, she's got to learn that, you know, they might match each other personality-wise, but, you know, Kendra and Coco clearly just want to do their own thing, which, you know, teach their own. But it's just not going to be it's as we as we see today uh, on this episode. It's just kind of not great, you know, well, I think and that's Melissa why they needed, could yeah. be great. That's why I think Melissa felt they needed Victoria, because she's like, I these bitches might not be here to support me longer. But um, I honestly legitimately think that. And that's why I was so excited was because I was like, here's what I think is going to happen. I think mm-hmm. Melissa's going to realize that Kendra, you know, they're going to do a group together mm-hmm. with Victoria and Coco or Victoria, you know, Victoria and Kendra. And they're going to realize that Kendra's just not in it. And she's going to do the same thing she did before. And then we don't know yeah. that Victoria joined the alliance, though. They just made up. And I, and I would be surprised if well, Victoria did join that alliance. Why would why would Victoria need them? Why would she need an alliance? If they're going to vote, you don't know how they're going to vote. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit. But I will say, so Victoria with the cap on, with the creepy, greasy hair gone, is very cute. I I, I will. I want to point that out. The other thing I want to point out, too, that I noticed in the rewatch today is Eva does have uh, a shaved head. That is a wig or some sort of piece she's wearing on the the confessionals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the monsters gather for the Boulay's Halloween party and their fresh take on classic costumes and lip sync to the song I Was a Teenage Monster by the Ketones. Uh, Abhora, we don't know what Abhora was. Astrid Aurelia is the creature from the Black Lagoon. Erica Clash is a bat. Eva Destruction is the devil. Hoso Teratoma is a pirate. Kendra Onyx is Frankenstein. Uh, well, I love how producer Zach is very specific and he's correct. He's Frankenstein's monster. Uh, Coco Kane is mummy, go. huh? I said, way to go! Yeah, Coco Kane is a mummy. Melissa B. Fierce is vampire. Victoria Elizabeth Black is pumpkinhead, and so is Yavska. Yavska is also pumpkinhead. Let's talk about this lip sync. Let's talk about the looks. Lori, give me your thoughts now. Finally, on the looks, on the video, on everything. 
oh my gosh the when the when they cut to abhora and they just put question marks yeah i die i was laughing so hard because it was just like yeah what the hell is she yeah uh that was the best that was the best overall i mean this was cute you know it was just Mm -hmm. it was not i i wish that there I will say I felt like a, in a, in some ways it dragged on a little bit, but I mean, usually these performance pieces tend to drag on a lot. So, you know, I'm not, it, it, that's really more nitpicky. Uh-huh. Um, I, I thought it was cute. I liked how, I liked the old style. I never heard that song before. So I, I never that, heard it either. It's yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I we have an old record player and I was like, Ooh, I'd like to put that on and just like, well, you know, it's not actually as old as it, it's, it's, it's an old song because it's probably like, I mean, I don't know what year it's from. I guess the 90s, but it's an homage to those old songs. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the song. So I was yeah. excited by it. Um, So here's who I have as the worst. Oh, okay. You have your so, own list. Yeah. Because I have. So a, my, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I have that. Que- I have a question. Okay, yeah, tell me who you... I then have a different question for you later, and I'll write it down. So who do you have as your favorites, and who do you have as the worst? Do you have any favorites? So my favorites, I would say, are Victoria was was my favorite. I really mm-hmm. liked Victoria's. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked Yavska's, and I didn't think in the beginning that I was going to like, because they're both pumpkin heads, mm-hmm. but I was like, I thought that the two of them actually had the best costumes. Yeah. Or best drag... Best drag and then also best drag performance, mm-hmm. both of them. Mm-hmm. So that was my opinion. Um, then I think Astrid was third. I thought she did a good job. I thought mm-hmm. the costume was kind of—I mean, it was elaborate, but it was just you know, it just kind of felt very, eh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Hoso was after Astrid. I just feel like I've seen that from Hoso before. So mm-hmm. even though I, I thought it was good, I just, it felt, it didn't feel new. Mm-hmm. Eva was next. Um, it was, it, I, I liked the, I really liked the three hole, the three cigarette holder. I thought that was yeah. really cute. Okay. But everything else just kind of felt kind of, eh, you know. So who were the worst for you? The really bad ones were Apora because you couldn't mm-hmm. figure out what the hell she was. And then also, like, I feel like a tie for last is Coco because it's a lip sync challenge and she shoved a freaking eyeball in her mouth mm-hmm. for some reason. Why would I was I they didn't even ask her that. I wanted to know what what was your thought process for shoving a freaking eyeball in your she mouth didn't know and the a words. It was her version of, of I like to keep it on, please. But you said a tie. A tie for worse is it with tie with who? Apora. Oh, okay. And Kendra is my next worst. I just oh, didn't yeah. think that it was... I thought it was like a very boring retelling of Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, I agree. I You know, I'm actually in agreement with you. I think the, I, uh, on the who the best are and who the worst are, I think I agree. Um, okay, so, uh, let's move on, and final judgment on the main stage, Hoso, Kendra, Melissa, and Yaskar named safe, but asked to remain on the stage for the critiques. Victoria's named the winner of the challenge, while Bora, Erica, and Coco are in the bottom. In another twist, it's revealed the Boulets won't be deciding the bottom two. The monsters will vote for the weakest competitor, 
and the two top vote-getters will ascend the steps of souls to the ghostly gallery, where one will be cast back into oblivion. Not really much discussed there, so I'll just carry on, Laurie. Okay. Oh, now I find it's called the cauldron. Now, in the cauldron, the monsters reel from the reveal that the Titans themselves will be nominating the bottom two, and they discuss how they should make their decision. We're going to analyze this later. Coco feels she shouldn't be eliminated because she was being messy on purpose. Erica feels her performance was stronger than the other girls in the bottom. And Abhora feels she was more imaginative than her counterparts in the bottom. Finally, the girls cast their votes and Abhora and Hoso share a kiss. Uh, we can talk about that part because I will say when I pulled the audio, I couldn't pull that because, you know, they put uh, subtitles. You needed them. When you heard the audio, you could barely make out what they were saying. So okay. I did not put that in the love triangle part. So let's talk about this here. Let's talk about the cauldron. Well, can I can I first yeah. go back a little bit to the judging? Is that okay? Yeah, um, yeah that's fine. Just real quick. So the judge, one of the things that I, I got frustrated with, and I feel like this really encapsulates Kendra's personality, was mm-hmm. um, I think it was... I think it was Swan Thula who said the thing like, we know you guys have been waiting in Antit and then like held it and then was clearly doing like a long pause. And then Kendra Mm -hmm. goes, say it already. And it's just like, Kendra, it's not your moment. You know, like (laughs) clearly, clearly there's a a reason why she's waiting, you know? And it was just like, I was like, that's Kendra to a T. Like, that's just Kendra to a T. And then the second thing was, um, uh, sorry, I had the note here, but I can't. Oh, is that they ask Abhora what she is. And she was like, I was thinking maybe like an alien type creature. So she had no freaking idea. She had no idea what it was. Yeah. So I just was like, okay, that's ridiculous. So Mm -hmm. now back to the, to the cauldron. So, um. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like the kiss was not a good idea. Like, I kind of mm-hmm. was frustrated with Hoso that she did that. I was like, yeah. <clears throat> you know, Abhor is clearly dealing with something right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we can talk later about how she addressed, you know, being in the bottom, which I thought was a little shitty. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was classic Abhora, which is yeah. blaming everyone else and mm-hmm. being a victim. Yeah. Um, but then you go and you sort of like, she clearly like Abhora has stated several times in this episode that she's in love with Hoso. Yeah. And so Hoso should know. And then she kisses her. And it's just yeah. like, I was just like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. it just, it, it's not a good thing, you know? And so I kind of felt bad well, for her in that moment. Hoso is a hundred percent a cock tease, knows it, knows what she's doing. Oh, for like, sure. Two, you're going to be surprised. I pulled the audio of the cauldron. I pulled some clips from there. And we will go over it. But I have a, a, a new take on it now. I realized something when I when I pulled it. And we'll listen to it later. But um, <clears throat> but I agree with you. There, there is some weird shit. The one thing I will say is there's some shady editing. I actually think, based on the edit, I don't think any of the girls saw or heard the kiss or the discussion. They edited to make it look like it, but you know, I don't think they really did. No, we'll find out for real next episode when Astrid, if Astrid confronts Hoso, then we know that they did see it. But the shots that they showed could have easily just been the other queens just looking at something else. You know? Yeah. There's no, there's no That's real. True. I feel like Kendra especially would have called to be like, 
what you two doing over there? You know, like, but there was none of that. Yeah. 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 So I, now here's my, I, oh, go ahead, Lloyd. Oh, I was also going to say that I kind of have a real problem. This was mm-hmm. actually going to be the thing I didn't like about the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I switched it was the freaking the way that they did the voting with that pen that I was oh, like, yeah. how did the hell did they even read that? Like every single time they showed them writing, it barely had any ink. Yeah. Those, I was those like, are, fountain pens are hard to write with. They're not easy to write they're with. H- hard to write with. And yeah. thank God they kept all of the cocoa trying to write with the pen. Yeah. Like that to me was comedy gold. Like I love that. Um, um, that was here's great. My, I do have a question here for you. Who would let's say uh-huh. you had the pen? Let's say you had the paper. Who would you? What name would you have written down on the paper? Apora. Yeah, I think I would have too. Which people might be surprised by because based on what I'm going to say, I'm going to actually strangely defend Apora. But Apora was clearly uh, the worst. The, the, there was no concept. Uh, she could didn't know the words. But there's an argument. You can make an argument that Hokoko didn't know the words either. The one thing I will, but we'll talk about there in the analysis. I'm turning to Lori here. All right. On the main stage, the votes are counted, and Abhor and Erica are forced to climb the staircase of souls. In the end, Swanthula calls out Abhor's name, and Abhor is dropped through a trap door and into oblivion. Lori, Rockin' Camp, uh, before, this, any final thoughts on the episode before we go to the break, before we go to the analysis of the audio? Uh, well, I felt like uh, when they dropped her into oblivion, I don't know. Maybe it was my own imagination, but I felt like I heard somebody say, like, well, she's out of the show or she's gone for good. And mm-hmm. I thought, were you guys not paying attention to the fact that they can yeah. bring the girls back? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just was like, do they just have goldfish memory? Yeah. You know, so, the you know, for a fact, once they bring a girl back, they're going to be like, what? That can be happen? Why, yeah. did, why weren't we told about this? I have a strange so. feeling. I don't know how they're going to do it. If, in other words, because you remember, it's only the person who was just eliminated. So unless uh, someone leaves next episode, it's not a poor. It's gonna. It's it, 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 unless it happens in the next episode, it's not a horror, right? Um, yeah. And I have a feeling. I don't know if it's not that that they're going to find a way to bring a horror back because there are a lot of loose ends. We'll find out, and that would be some really poor reality show storytelling if they don't bring back a, a horror. Uh, because there are she, she's involved in so many storylines and none of them are resolved. So um, I mean I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. get into it, but I feel like a lot of the storylines were sort of created without her, and will probably continue without her. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Lori. Well, why don't we do this? We're going to take a break, and when we come back from that break, we are going to discuss the re- no, not the rest of the episode. We finished the episode. We are going to analyze the big fights, the big moments from uh, Dragula Season 1, Episode 1, Haunted House something or other. We'll be back right after this. back and we are ready to analyze some audio now usually Lori, today uh later you're gonna get to choose which order we go in the only one i'm gonna insist on is that we do the discussion in the cauldron first after that i will give you the choices of what comes next does that sound fair sure 
Okay, so let's let's do the cauldron. It is actually with the love triangle one of the longest clips. Uh, but so we I'm gonna actually play more than I usually would, but we'll 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 stop every 30 seconds or so because there I have a lot to say about this actually. All right, here we go. We can sit here all day and say we can we're gonna vote fair la di da. Okay, so now this this is the first thing that happens in the cauldron. It jumps into the conversation just like this, and that's Hoso speaking. So this is Hoso saying we can set a, we can say whatever. This is important. We can say whatever we want, and we're gonna vote fair and la di da. Here, here, listen to this. It's Hoso. But if we wanted to do something different in the back, someone absolutely could. Nothing stopping us at all. Yeah, nothing so stopping us. integrity. If I so she, what Hoso is saying is we could play fair, but if we want to write something else in the back, we could totally do that. And the other girls, oh yeah, 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 whatever. Now you're gonna hear Eva Destruction talking. There's a reason I'm bringing this up. You would have just usually lopped this off, but listen here. I find out that anyone put anyone else's name that wasn't in the bottom. I'm going to be pissed. Hoso's the only one who didn't put someone who wasn't in the bottom. Hoso wrote Yavska. Hoso has it in for Yavska. Really? Yeah, Hoso. So I don't know if they're going to reveal to the girls who voted for what, but Hoso has it in for Yavska. We don't actually, other people could have actually. We don't know who two or or three of the queens voted for. But for the other seven, we do. And we do know that Hoso voted for Yavska. We see it in camera. And you know what? I'm going to say something that's controversial, and yeah. I know I rarely do, so mm-hmm. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I technically feel like, technically, if we go by what the judges are saying, yeah, I technically feel like no one should have voted for Erica. I feel like they oh, should have voted for Coco. I 100% agree with you, but I have yeah. a theory about this. This is my big thesis of the whole thing that I realized when I pulled this audio. They pulled and they did a number on us, and I'll tell you, but... Okay, here we go. I agree with you. Here we go. I feel as though y'all should not vote for me for the simple fact that I messed Okay, this is Coco Kane. So she says, I feel Coco Kane is making her case. She says, I feel you none of you should vote for me because I... She is a part of who I am. They want a $100,000 Titan. They really want the most elevated shit. If I wanted to elevate it more, I could have. But I wanted messy mummy. Okay, yes, Lori? No. That to me is the stupidest. See, that to me, to me, mm-hmm. that to me is like she should have been in the bottom. I agree who, with you. Who the hell says if I wanted to elevate my drag, I could have? Yeah. Who would say that in no a one. competition? Yes. Yes. It, it's the most asinine comment I've it ever is. heard in my entire it life. It is, and it gets worse. Here we go. Listen, listen. So she says, she goes. So she's trying to make the case that she was messy on purpose, right? And that if she wanted to elevate, she could. She literally just wore strips of cloth. That's what she strips wore. Strips of cloth just, and shoved an eyeball in her mouth. Yeah, and that was happenstance. It wasn't even like, yeah. like draped right. Okay, here we go. No. At a house party. I don't think I should go home because this competition would be pretty sad without the baddest bitch in it. Listen to what Coco just said. I don't think I should go home because this competition would be pretty sad without the baddest bitch in it. List Coco Kane, but part see, of the that, part of the yeah. alliance with Kendra and Melissa said that. Yes, Lori. What we're going back to is that that is what they're playing. They're not playing the drag game. They're playing the the personality game. The reality competition shows they always have the people who are the personality who don't have the talent. 
But because they're the personality, they feel like, well, the producers are going to want to keep me going. Yeah, they're going to want to push me is, through. This is going to come back later. This is gonna, we're gonna, it's going to pay off, I promise. All right, here we go. No, but what I'm saying is, is like, that is, I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah but, I no, think, but I know I, what you're saying. That's a dangerous game to play. Like, I'm no, not going to rely just on the clicked, talent. It just clicked in my head. I think I know. I think you're going to say that Abhora tried to do the same thing and it backfired. And they came for her. That's, what, that's part of my thesis. Yeah. Hold on. Here we go. Yeah. I do not think I deserve to get sent down to. Okay. So this is this is Erica making her case. I do not think I, should, I deserve to get sent down. And she makes a good case. Can I can I say that? Yeah. And I hope you play. Did you play? Are you going to play the when she found out that she was in the bottom? Are you going to play that audio or not? Or? Oh, I was going to. And I didn't pull it. Okay. Can I say that this whole thing to me, I feel like is like, I hope to God, I hope this is true and it might not be. I hope this is her villain moment where she just is like, fuck you and just rises from the ashes and takes everyone out. And it's just like the, the baddest bitch in the whole thing. And she's like, fuck everyone. I'm voting. You guys, I have no alliances. I don't give a shit about any no. of you. I'm just like, I doubt it. I doubt it'll probably happen. But it just, to me, was just like, this would be an awesome moment if she just took yeah. the reins and ran with it. Erica Clash of the Titans. All right, here we go. Hell today, my lip sync was sickening. I was camp. I don't, I'm not going anywhere. So it really just comes down to like Coco and Abora. And okay, now this is important here too. So she makes a case. She actually looked good. Her lip sync was good. She was solid. I actually don't really quite know why she was in the bottom. Uh, to me, she was safe. Um, and then she says, so for me, this is important. It'll come back later. For me, it really is between Coco and Abhora. She says that. She says, for me, this is really not about me. This is about Coco and Abhora. All right, fine. She made her case. Abhora, you were just the least prepared. I guess I could have, uh... Okay, so now we're going to... Now, it becomes more about Abhora here, but please listen. Listen to the song a couple more times. So, so. do you feel like you should go home over anyone else? Well... Okay, so then, so listen here. So Kendra says, do you think you should go home above everybody else? Now, Abhor's answer. Everyone else was prepared, and you just admit that you weren't prepared. I had. Which, this will become, and, this will become yeah. important later. Be, I should, this is actually in the wrong order, because my big thing with Kendra, and we'll come back to Kendra, and we'll discuss this in her fight with Victoria Elizabeth Black. I want to remind everybody that, and it, this will come up again, is Kendra went home in her season because she was not prepared for the performance. And now she's coming for Abhora for not being prepared. Laura, you wanted to talk. What did you want to say? And she wasn't even that prepared for this performance. Yeah, you're I right. I mean, she like barely squeaked by, you know? And I think they the had like even two... comment on that. I think the Boulain yeah. say, like, it, the lip syncing wasn't that good for those three. No. And so, uh, and also, th there's a theme throughout, again, throughout reality competition shows mm -hmm. that I feel like it's under my skin where people are just like, there, there's two things. People are like, don't, go home. You don't deserve to be here. And it's like, no, no one's going to go home. They, they're all here. It's, yeah. This is a competition show. It's not, yeah. it's not the, you know, the Kendra show and everyone's yeah. going to go home and let you in. Yeah. Or two, it's like, admit that you're the worst and that you should go home. And it's like, no, no one would do that no. in their right mind for a, a, a reality competition show. Mm -hmm. Say that they're the worst. It's like, that's the stupidest thing anyone. And Abhora even recognizes it. You could tell that Abhora is like, yeah, 
I mean, probably to herself is like, yeah, I got the worst critique and yeah. I'm probably going home, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say that I should go home. And why would she? Yeah. If Kendra's in that situation, she wouldn't say that she should go home. Yeah. Here, so here's the thing. I'm going to say this now. I was going to say it a little bit later, but I'm going to say it now. Because I want everyone to listen and, and listen good to this. And the show doesn't make a big deal about this. And I'm not sure if anybody in the room picked up on this. But what you're going to see here is so insidious. Really, the people that you see the alliance, Melissa, Kendra, and Coco, working really hard to shift the focus to Abhora. And even more so, not as much, but to Erica. And they're trying to save Coco. And they're like, in a weird kind of way, acting really, they're working together and being insidious. I'm using that word, devilish. And they are poisoning the brains of everybody else in the jury. But the jury should be cognizant. We are listening to very biased people who have an alliance and they're trying to eliminate everyone one by one. And they're they're trying to protect Coco. And they're also hypocritical yes, because they're calling out they're calling out Eva and Hoso and Astrid. Yes, who are, we'll get to that. Who, yeah, yeah, and and then they're and they're doing the they're doing the exact same thing to Erica. Yes, yes. All right, here we go. One rotten look. I made some arty, artsy choices. And I, now, by the way, and you and I both said we would have voted for Astrid anyway. They didn't I call, need, Yeah, they didn't uh, need Abhora. to work that hard on this. Yeah, she wasn't making artsy choices. It was laziness. Apora, yeah, not Astrid. Apora. Oh, sorry. Um, but I, I, and also this whole thing is just stupid. I made some creative artsy no, choices. You didn't. No, you didn't. No. You wrapped yourself in a black, yeah. you know, black cloth, and that yeah. was it. And put yeah. on a wig. That yeah. was it. Yeah. You didn't. There was no creativity. She misunderstood the assignment. All right, here we go. Yeah. Thought that people would revel in it, and they why didn't. would they? Abora, I really don't want you to catastrophize the situation. Both of your looks lack imagination. So this is Astrid talking to Erica and Coco. Both of your looks lack imagination. Has a point with Coco. Uh, I will say <laughs> Erica looks much better than Astrid. But yeah. this is going to kick off the whole thing. This is going to kick off the whole thing. Yeah. Here we go. Let's, now I want you guys to listen. How insidious the alliance is. They're looking for, for uh, Abhora to give them any kind of of uh basic meat that they can chew on here we go yeah excuse you no don't i was too imaginative i think that both of you did the bare minimum bitch it's a halloween house party what about it scream complicated they have- i would that's coco talking and i would turn it right back on her it's a halloween house party and she did the most basic not even party city i would take it back <laughs> she- it was party city yeah she did she made it uh yeah, she it was ridiculous. Uh, I also will say that you can tell by the way that Abhora is, she realizes that she's l- gonna lose. Like mm-hmm. she re- she knows full well she's not gonna win. Yeah, but she's still putting up a fight. Yeah, she's wrong, yeah. but she's still fighting, and which is you know what you do. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I think that it's you don't necessarily discuss the recent you know uh the recent challenge maybe talk about the future or what you've done in the past and try and deflect from the challenge yeah because clearly that's bad but you know she try she's trying her best all right here we go had no idea what you were i just have so much good work coming and we don't you know i love okay stop remember this the alliance working 
Yeah. I'm, I would have still written Abhora's name on the paper. But she said, I still have so much to offer. And Coco goes, oh, and we don't? Astrid never said that. Yeah. Astrid never said that. All right, here we go. You, but you are going to get my vote. And it's because I don't know what you are. Okay, that's fair. I'll vote with your heart, but just know without me in the competition, it's going to have a lot less steam. Without me in the competition, yeah. it's going to have a lot less steam. Coco just said that, you know, a minute ago. All right. Girl, that was shady as fuck. Like, bye. This is the alliance now working together, circling the wagons. Coco has just said this, but now Abhora says it. And it's like, oh, this fucking bitch. This yeah. fucking whore. We you know? got her. Yeah. This is what how they were waiting for. That. This is what yeah. they were waiting for. How dare, how dare you say that? Yeah. So, so it's because of you, this isn't going to be like you, on top. Like, that sounds so nice. Notice that everyone you're hearing talking is in the alliance. It's Melissa. It's Kendra. It's Coco. Narcissistic? It doesn't sound narcissistic. It is narcissistic. It is. Meanwhile, Coco just said this. It's. It's very obvious that Abora is getting multiple. So now this is Hoso. Hoso saying, coming to defense of her maybe lover? Multiple people's votes, and they're making it very clear that Abora is getting their votes. In Abora's defense, I just want to say, bitch, when I fucking saw Why you. Why is everyone coming to Abora's defense? That's Coco, part of the alliance. Why is everyone coming to Abora's defense? They had no problem when, when uh, Melissa and Kendra were coming to her defense. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, because she does. She wants the of, narrative to go back to Abora. She doesn't yes. want people to. Yes. Yeah. The alliance worked in this case. That there's three people in the bottom right now. It's obvious y'all only give a fuck about this one. No, they don't. You only care about Coco. That's the part. Why did no one call them on this? I'm just trying to defend the human being that I see over there no. having a really hard time. You guys signed up to be here in a competition, not to fucking be Barney's and friends. Okay, bitch. but like the per Melissa said, you guys signed up to be in a competition, not to be Barney and friends. We just saw a few minutes ago, she told Kendra to go apologize to Victoria Elizabeth Black. The hypocrisy yeah. is real. There were certain comments being like, Obora, you're being narcissistic. Or Obora, like, there's, Which there's was what she said, because Erica sat here and pleaded her case. And Erica said that she that the focus should really be on Coco and Apora. Put nobody down. Yeah. She said it should be Coco and Apora. So there's a way to do it. Coco sat there and told us how she would plead in her case. Did she put any And then she yes, said she the did. show would be nothing without her. Anybody down? Right. But she did, correct? Well, I will say this. Yeah. Coco said that in a testimonial. But she still felt it. I know, but there's a difference between saying in testimonial and saying it in 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 front of people. I understand what you're saying, but then to come for them when you feel the same way is awful. All right, so that was that. Now, Lori, this is where you have a choice. We have five discussions to choose from. We have the love triangle between Erica, not Erica, between Astrid, Ahoso, and Abhora. You have Erica versus Abhora. You have Kendra versus Yoska. You have Melissa versus Erica and Eva versus Abhora. I would say let's do the love triangle first. Okay, we're going to do the love triangle. This is a long one, too. So we will try and zip through this as much as possible. This is also one we might not need to analyze as much because it actually, of the five, for the most part, makes the most sense. Right? It doesn't make any sense, but it makes more sense than the other four. Yeah. All right, here we go. 
Hoso and I have a long history of uh, them being a fan of mine and me being secretly in love with them. And now they're here. I see that you have an Abora oh, tattoo on your face. So Abora drew a portrait of me and I got that tattooed. And this is actually a heart that Abora tattooed on me. And the first tattoo that I've ever given was on Abora when I gave her a heart. That's gay as hell. It's kind of... So let's stop there. Well, so far, we're just setting up the relationship. So Hoso was a big fan of, of Abora, uh, kind of fangirled. Abora was attracted to Hoso. They have given each other tattoos, abhors design, any of her tattoos. Any big thoughts here, Lori, so far? No, I mean, it's just clear that I feel like Hoso is a collector of men who are attracted to her. She yeah. likes the idea of, it. to be honest with you, I mean, this is my opinion of Hoso, but it mm-hmm. could other people could disagree. I think she likes the idea of people who have better drag, uh, liking her because they they feel like she feels like that means that she's she's doing a good job at, as a drag performer um, that maybe that I just that's kind of she wants to be a pretty girl which is she's a very beautiful uh what I don't know how she identifies gender wise but whatever she is she's beautiful and I think she likes the admiration of men yeah I don't know I think it's <clears throat> I, I I guess what I what it would frustrate me is I didn't like the aloofness with which Hoso was acting mm-hmm. when it was clear that Astrid and Apora, you know, like her in a romantic way. But, but and even we'll get to it, but even Hoso's responses are very much like missing the mark and Apora's like, You're not understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, and but so I feel and I think like she understands it. Attractive people do that all the time. They thrive on it and go like Oh my god, my life is so hard. All these people are in love with me, you know? All right. Yeah, but then Meanwhile, that's people not look right. at me and they vomit. Anyway. I need a little no, bit of clarification no because I feel like there's something going on here, but Girl, there's something going like on between <laughs> you and Hosomore and Hoso. Oh. Like, I'm single. Hoso's not. So this is for people who can't follow, Erica was just talking right now and she's asking, what's the deal between Hoso and Astrid? Hoso and Astrid, for people who need backstory, were on the same season last year. And early Astrid went home fairly early, but in the first couple episodes, there was like a, a, a love affair blossoming until Astrid was booted off the show. A single. We live in different countries. We're both super busy. I am ready for any opportunity in which I get to express my love with this person. But obviously, I'm not down on one knee for Hoso because it's just not practical. Okay, well, I want to know about the entanglement between the three. Abora. Because y'all chipper and shit. I mean, look, I... So now I feel feel that's actually kind of the end of the Astrid story. Astrid makes her case, says, look, I would love to pursue something. It it really becomes about Hoso and Abora. But yes, go ahead. I will say I have I have not been finding Astrid as annoying as I thought I would find her. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's pretty much matter of fact in most cases. Yeah. Um, except for the butt thing. That was weird. Yeah. But um yeah, Abhorra does this weird thing, which we'll see, where she goes, I don't wanna really talk about it here, <laughs> but I'll tell you the whole story right now. You know, and it's just like and then plays the victim. Yeah. Like, you know, she didn't just tell everyone the whole thing. It's yeah. like, oh, I, this is why I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Let's, let's actually listen to that. It. So now we're going to shift now. Astrid said her piece. Everyone's like, fine with it. Yeah. Because Astrid's pretty much like, yeah, I'd want to do it, but it's just not practical. 
So then it becomes about yeah. Abora and Hoso. I don't know if Hoso wants to do this or not, but I confess to her that I have a deep, deep admiration for her talent and her face and her mind and her body. From our interactions together, I get absolutely no inclination that she feels the same way about me. I've taken her on many romantic trips and endeavors, and she was just staring on her phone the entire time. Oh, that's not what... Okay. I remember it a little differently. I mean... All right, let's stop there. So Abhora sort of made the case. I actually 100% believe Abhora. Hoso seems like one of those bitches that is out on with you and is on their phone the entire time. And so, but what do you think, Lori? Yeah, I agree. I think, but here's the thing. I think Abhor is one of those people who romanticizes relationships yeah. and will create relationships in her mind Yes, and then fixate on them. And mm-hmm. that's not healthy. No, it's not good. I mean, I, I used to do that all the time and it's not, it's not a healthy way to live. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Abhora has to learn that she's either got to cut Hoso out of her life mm-hmm. and just have it be like a work relationship and that's it. Or she's got to learn how to put a Hoso in a box and no matter what Hoso does, set clear boundaries and just not, you know, realize that that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, even though Hoso will make Hoso will always go to the line, but she'll never cross the line. Yeah. Unless she wants to. By the way, I feel you and I have been in similar relationships where we're the abhorra. You know? Oh, for sure. For sure. And I'm not... Look, I understand where abhorra is coming from, but I feel like the way she addressed it was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it, yeah. but I guess I have to because yeah. cameras are here. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You know. Uh, okay. All right. Let's carry on. I mean, I you don't know, know what... that I... Oh, sorry. Well, go ahead. You know that I, I was going to say, you know the whole story about that girl that I yeah. went to New Orleans with and then told me on the when we got there that she just wanted to be friends. Yes, so. that's exactly what I'm talking about. All right, here we go. You're talking Did about I when you? I returned. <laughs> sorry. You stupid bitch. And none of that back because I've also told you that you were literally my idol when it comes to That doesn't art. necessarily mean you have romantic feelings for me. The bitch got a whole tattoo of you. I don't know what that <laughs> means because I never get a DM from you. Yeah. I never get a... This seems to be a big thing with Abhor that she wants DMs. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah. WhatsApp it, you know? Yeah. Did I ever tell you that on that trip, um, she, before she told me she would just want to be friends, she was like, I was like, oh, do you want to have sex? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, really? Yeah. And then we're, I was like, okay. And so, like, I go to kiss her and she's like, I'm just really worried about my phone. It's not working. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And she goes, yeah, it's not, it's not turning on. And my sister said she was going to call me. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And so um, we go to the Verizon store because she's mm-hmm. really freaking out about her phone. Mm-hmm. And the Verizon store guy was just like, oh, it's just dead. You just have to charge it. Oh. And we're like, and she's like, oh, thank God. And then so we get back to the hotel and then she's like, oh, I'm pretty swamped. I'm just going to take a shower and we can go to a bar or something. I was like, yeah, sure. So. You know, and then the, literally that night she told me she wants to be friends. And so um, it wasn't until like, I uh, think maybe a year later or I want to say two years later mm-hmm. that I was just driving in my car and I just all of a sudden hit me and I was like, she did that on purpose. It just hit what? Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, I didn't realize it. I legitimately was like, 
thought that she was genuinely terrified and we went to the store and we found it. And then I realized she did that on purpose. She knew that her phone was dead and she did that on purpose so she'd get out out of having sex with me. That's how much she didn't want to have sex with me. All right. Hold on. We've got to go back to this. Message. No, that's not true. I've told you you multiple times. This is why I did not want to do this. I would like to talk to you privately about it. But I do not think that this is, like, the appropriate place to handle probably one of the most important relationships in my life. It's a complicated situation. I don't think anything could come of it. And just her general demeanor leads me to think she may not even be interested. I cannot stand to be without you, and I cannot stand to be near you. These- Here's what I'll say. See, that's like a Romeo and Juliet style, like, you know, it's just like, that's not fun, you know? No, you're right. And also, Hoso says it's it's very complicated, and I go, it's not complicated. You're it's not the one complicated. making it complicated. Hoso but, is yeah. the one making it complicated, because she wants to have... No. Her abhorred cake and eat it too. No, because no, I'm gonna kind of side with Abhorra here because as we, you know what? Usually I wouldn't have Lori. Usually I'd be like Abhorra, pick up the fucking hint. But as we saw later in the cauldron, um, Hoso's all like lovey dovey smoochy with her. Yeah, but no, but that's the thing. That's I think she does that though. I yes. think she she will do that, and then but that's the thing is you have to recognize that that is not healthy and that is not and it it adds fuel to the fire abhora is dating in her mind dating hoso mm-hmm. but not the real hoso she's dating a version of hoso mm-hmm. there's all the best qualities of hoso yes and none of the worst qualities mm-hmm. and it's the best relationship and most caring and loving relationship and sexually satisfying relationship she's ever been in and it's all in her head and she needs to pop that bubble because it's never gonna fucking happen but I think She's you and I are both on. projecting a lot on Abhor that we have experienced. All right, I here. am not. She needs to lose weight and start, <laughs> <laughs> start and start organizing herself. <laughs> here we go. These are really sacred feelings to me, and this goes beyond whatever petty drama you think this yeah, is. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. We asked the question. All you have to do was say that. I'm, I'm done. Oh, I'm done. Yeah, no, I, okay, I absolutely well, anyway, agree. so... I definitely feel bad that Abora has a lot of frustrations when it... No, you don't. Hoso rebels no. in this. She loves this. She, she does loves not it, feel bad. That there's, a, that there's somebody whose heart is broken over her. ...comes to me not reciprocating a lot of the feelings that she has towards me. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and if and if she knows this know is how Abora feels, the way she behaved later in the um, cauldron is unacceptable. All right, Well, that's Lori. what I'm saying. Okay, now, we have now. Let me tell you what you have left. These are a lot, the other ones are shorter. We have Erica and Abora, Kendra versus Yavska, Melissa versus Erica, and Eva versus Abora. I mean, I guess we should just get all the Abora stuff out of the way. So let's do Eva versus Abora. So Eva versus Abora. Okay, so okay, I'll put it in order. So then next we'll do Erica over Abora. Okay, because this one I actually have, I actually kind of side with Abora. This one, I have no idea and what they're fucking talking about. This one, I, I side with Abhora, and I don't think Abhora is doing anything wrong. Uh-huh. And I, I am 100% like, what the fuck is Eva trying to do? I don't even know what's going on. I yeah. have pulled the clips. I have pulled every part of this conversation about this, and it makes no sense. So what you're going to hear first is, and it's out of nowhere, um, Hoso and Eva are working on their sketch or their bit, 
And Eva's like doing like, oh, I don't think you're going to hear this part, but she's like, oh, like doing like a, a fake Ouija board. And Eva just stops it and is like, can I just talk just to you about it? Just stops it. Yeah, she stops it. And that's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear Eva stopping and, it. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll, I'll say what it, okay. okay, I'll go 30 seconds and we'll talk. All right, here we go. You know, Angel. I actually, um, I actually wanted to pause real quick okay. and just like talk about what happened earlier. Yeah, with Abora. Yeah, um, which, by the way, you know the host is like, oh, me and Abora, right? Like the host of Abora. Yeah, thing. but it's not. That's what she thinks. Yeah. No, we all think that. Yeah. we all think it's yeah. like she's gonna be like, so how? What do you, what do you yeah. think about yeah, yeah. her? Are you, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah. But it goes to a way completely crazy place. Here we go. Um, because like, I'm actually more surprised than I thought I was that she's here in general mm, like I need to because her and I kind of had a talk like a couple months ago where she wasn't really sure like even where she stood with Dragula minds can change but at the yeah. same time I think just the overall energy is weird I'm not sure of the Abora that I'm competing with right now what the fuck is so, she talking about I mean I know what she's getting at go ahead Lori so here's where I wish mm-hmm. upon wishes mm-hmm. that she had asked Kendra or Coco or Melissa because Hoso's so like patient and receptive mm-hmm. that she's just like, uh-huh, yeah, oh yeah, that's it, yeah, okay. <laughs> and Kendra would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, and, and so I wish that somebody else had, yeah. had been in that conversation because that makes no god damn sense from what i'm gathering here is she was hanging out with abhora and they were probably saying like oh did you get the call for uh titans Tra- and titans, yeah. yeah and eva was like yeah i got it and abhora was like yeah i got it but i don't think i'm gonna do it. i'm not sure right and now eva's pissed because abhora said she wasn't gonna do it and now is there I'm, I do one better. I don't even think it's a ticket. I think they were talking about submitting. And I think her was like, I'm probably not going to do it because I'm done with, I think yeah. that my relationship is done. And then, so now she, now she knows that she submitted, which to be honest with you is the exact same thing that she got upset with. Abhora got upset with bitch pudding about in her season. Cause remember she, she, she was going to, she submitted to Dracula and then she found out that bitch pudding also submitted to Dracula. Let me ask you a question, Lori. You have watched seasons of Drag Race. And on the current yeah. season, you cannot remember the name of the fucking bitch who's on the screen. You'll be like, um, uh, is that P.T. Barnum? And they're like, no, mm-hmm. it's, that's not the person's name at all. But here you remember a conversation between Abhora and Bitch Pudding? I'll tell you why. Okay. And I'm going to explain it to you this way. Okay, sure. Star has me been, has, has, has had me watch The Patient. With mm-hmm. her, with yeah. Steve Carell. Okay. That show is so fucking boring. I cannot remember a single goddamn thing that happens in that yeah. show. Yeah. Every episode, I'm like, what's happening? Who's that? What's going on? Yeah. I was one time on a rerun of Law and Order SVU watching an uh-huh. episode of Law and Order SVU where they cut back to four different scenes that were in previous Law & Order SVU episodes, yeah. and I knew exactly what four episodes those yeah. scenes were from. from. Mm-hmm. It's because this show is goddamn entertaining. That's why. All right. All right, carry on. We're going to do another 30 seconds or so. Don't, oh. watch, 
don't watch the the, the, patient. the patient. That right. show's terrible. Right. Here you go. Another thirty seconds of Eva versus Abhora. Oh, I just Steve don't Pearl want her to think that she has to play a game with me just because she's in this environment. Right now, I trust her to make the right decision with the relationships and how she handles herself. I need to know where her head is, so yeah. we're not playing games with one another. Yeah. I'm honestly shocked to see Abhora here because she told me in the past that she just wasn't sure if she wanted to continue with Dragula. So this is the thing that, this is the thing. I think Hoso's answer was a very politician answer. Very respectful. Very just sort of like, yeah, I think Airport's just going to do what she's going to do. Whereas if I was her, I would have been like, why aren't you fucking asking Abhora? Why are you asking me? I can't give you the answers. I'm not Abhora. I kind go of, ask her. Laurie, let's go through. I want to work this out a little bit. Go with me on this. You are a queen of improv and sketch comedy. Okay, so just go with me on this. No. Here, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, okay. Hey, Laurie. How's it going? Oh, good, good, good. Just, did you uh, did you, you get know. the did you get the flyer oh, for? I guess um, we're done asking me what how I'm doing. Yeah, I don't care. All right. Did you get the, okay. the Did you get the flyer for Bill Ward's uh, California um, Orange OC's funniest? Are you gonna Are you gonna enter? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I yeah, I, I don't know. What do you? But what about you? Do you think you'll oh, enter? Oh, I'm for sure gonna enter. That's why I was asking because I would really want to know if you were entering. Um, you know, I don't know. Bill and I had a, a, a falling out. Um, you know, uh, he, uh, I, I don't know how, what, 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 I don't, I, 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 what, I, 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 bye, see you later. Uh, but that, it'd be like that, like, and then I'm all that fucking bitch Lori is here in OC's funniest. I need to know what she's thinking, what her game is, because I'm not going to be playing fucking games with her. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. And also, it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, what games are you going to be playing? Like, what what are you talking about? It doesn't like, make any Hoso, sense. Hoso was like the worst person to hear this because she definitely was like, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't know what's happening. I'm yeah. just going to say that a poor is going to do what a poor is going to do and peace out, which if I feel like somebody should have been like, what games, why do you care? Why Me- not ask her? Meanwhile, she's worried about a poor playing games in a confessional. Um, Eva says, Oh, I know they made an alliance. Do you think you'd fooling us? We all know you have an alliance. She should be worried about the alliance. Not yeah. about Abhora. Let's go. Now, now we're going to hear what she's going to confront Abhora. Here we go. Speaking of people we were surprised to see here, uh, Abora, um, I definitely was. Uh, even though I acted like I wasn't, I definitely was. Uh, but you were, but you weren't. But pretty you sure. were, but you were. But- this is Erica. I mean, Abora can't, like, be a real person. No. But also, I think it's so funny that she said she acted like she wasn't. She did act surprised to see her. Like, when you go back, she's like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> she's surprised to see her. You were pretty sure, but you weren't totally. Abhor doesn't owe her. Uh, actually, the Boulets would probably love to hear that because they don't want the girls talking that they're going to be on it. Abhor yeah. was a sort of abiding by her contract. Fully sure, but I got I'm you. I just slapped the shit out of Abhor. <laughs> Are you mad? No. No? I'm not mad. No. 
she's clearly bothered by this. She's clearly bothered, yeah. Yeah. But I see you. What does this mean? But I see you. Well, can we see I this? Think she, yeah. I think the she, she feelings. This, this see, is, and this is exactly this, what, yeah. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. She's, Kendra, in the first five seconds, is like, what's going on? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, can we know? Yeah. And, and we had Hoso going like, uh-huh, okay, yeah, yeah uh-huh. uh-huh. It's just like, oh, come on, ask yeah. a question. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, I just... It, yeah, that may, I honestly legitimately think you're right. I think that Eva's upset that Abhora said she was gonna, you know, she's gonna, she wasn't gonna audition. But it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah, it's being felt. Wouldn't you wanna? Go ahead. Wouldn't you wanna ha- be in a competition with your friends? I mean, y- it sucks to lose no matter what, but at least you're with your friends and you can joke around and have fun. Yeah, if I were in the same boat, I'd be like, you, f- and, I'm, and I'm being funny here, like, you fucking bitch, you lied to me. Oh my God. Yeah, but I'd be so excited. I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even be like yeah. 1% mad. No, because then A, if you, if you lose, then that's a chance for your friend to win and good for them, right? Even though, you know, secretly you want you to win. <gasps> Um, Wait a minute. And then B, it's like you can just jo- pal around and, and and joke around with your friends. I thought of something. There could be a reason Good that they you. wouldn't put on this show. Okay. It just occurred to me that Eva thought Abhor wasn't going to be on the show because Abhor told her that. So Eva told her all the outfits she's bringing, what she's going to do, and Abhor said nothing. Does that make sense? That So now Abhor knows all the tricks and stunts. That Eva's gonna pull, right? And Abhor had never told Eva that she was gonna be on the show. And so Eva's like, holy shit, I thought she wasn't gonna be on. And I literally blabbed everything that plan all everything I had planned. She knows. I want that to be the answer. But that would make more sense. I feel like it's just I also feel like it's just super superficial. Yeah. Like, I feel like it legitimately is just that Eva was like, are you going? And she's like, I don't know where I stand with the Boulay brothers. And yeah. then now that, you know. But that would make sense because so, then the Boulays wouldn't put that in because they want you to believe the girls designed the whole thing in the in the um, boudoir. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. And then we're, the other ones are, are much shorter. I've got your back. Does that sound like an alliance? Yeah, I'm confused. What's going on there? It is not important to this moment right now. I need to get my fucking head in the game. Truly. <laughs> I just want to know if Abora and I are just on the same page going into this competition together. It makes no sense. All right. On the same page of what? Yeah. What is the page? What's the book? Right. Give us a title. All right. Let's zip through this one. The next one is Erica and Abora. There's not much to it. It's only about a minute long. So we'll do it in two this pieces. One's- 30 seconds. This one's my favorite. This one's more visual, I will say, Mm -hmm. but it's my favorite. I am not surprised to see Abora here. I do know we've had some issues in the past. Did I say I would sabotage her? Or did I say that I would slit her throat? What's the difference, girl? But I'm not sure where we left things off. I think we're okay now. Erica, Abora, what's your guys' relationship after you guys' season? What's the tea? I haven't heard from her in five years. You've reached out to me before and I always respond. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for responding to me. I haven't heard from Erica in so long. And this totally ruins it. <laughs> okay. Abhor seems to have a thing for people DMing her. Yeah, also, 
it's like no matter how you answer, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like she 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 goes, oh, I responded to you. She goes, oh, thank you for responding to me. But then in her confessional, she's like, she ruined it by respond by me seeing her. And it's like, so did you want her to respond or did you not want her to respond? Yeah. Like, what's the deal here? There's another one where I'm like, I don't see what the problem is. All right, here we go. Yeah. So Erica, how do you feel about working with Abora? You look really excited, Abora. Yeah, I love TV. You look really excited. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not thrilled that it's like not standing or like it's we're sitting down, but it's all about the song that we're given and how we camp it up, and I know how to camp it. And up. what you do on that couch. I've I've just been harboring a resentment towards you for a very long time. So are you gonna change? <laughs> you know, when we first met, like there were definitely. Like, I felt an attraction. Is that attraction still there? It is for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite. Yeah. Are you going to change? It's like, what what the reason for the resentment? Uh, Change what? You know, like... It just, it makes no sense. So, yeah, that that one was annoying. But the the one where it's like... So, Kendra's into Abhor. Abhor's into Hoso, and Hoso's into Astrid. Kendra's into oh Eric Erica's into Abhora yeah, um and then uh yeah I, I I love that Erica was just like well I mean we're either gonna fight or we're gonna fuck yeah. so what is it so yeah uh and I feel like they never resolved it I think I think Erica voted for Abhora I think I don't remember uh yeah. I know I think I, I'm almost sure Abhora voted for Erica all right here we go now this is this is where these ones are pretty intense this is Kendra versus Yavska. This is Kendra versus Yavska. Here we go. I think I'm a little worried for uh, Yavska, maybe. Oh, really? Oh, so this is Hoso saying, that I, I pulled this, I kept this in for a reason. So they're asking, who do you think everyone's going to go home? Hoso, for some reason, has it in for Yavska and says Yavska. And Yavska says, oh, really? And then you have the mean girls in the corner. Here we go. So they're making I want to make it clear The mean girls are making fun Of Yavska I don't think it always fits The Dragula mold though I don't think You know what That's fair And Yavska says that's fair Now remember they're all asking each other Who they thought would go home Alright here we go in terms of who I'm nervous to, and now there's the other for Yavska. Yavska said, in terms of yeah, who so I'm they sort of, they've sort of been passing the volleyball yeah. around, right? They'll one person will say, I think this person should go home, and then that person yeah. says, I think this person. Yes. So now it's Yavska. So, so Hoso kind of picked Yavska. So now it's uh, Yavska. And they've turn. just made fun of Yavska for getting chosen. They've just laughed yeah. at her on the end of the table. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah. Do maybe C, maybe Kendra, maybe. <gasps> And this is just fucking just Kendra's just made fun of her. And now Kendra's like, you fucking. How dare you, you say my name, bitch. even though I'm in a reality competition show. Yeah. Just because we didn't see a lot from. We saw about the same out of me that we saw to you. Third episode. I'm excited to see what you like bring out as well. And by the way, the the way Yavska says it is I'm excited to see what Kendra yeah. brings. because We didn't see much of her. All right. Go backhand a compliment. Love it. At least she's consistent. <laughs> and Eva is so afraid of Kendra that she's like immediately signing with Kendra. Since I like left off of my season, I've been wanting to do it again just because I feel like people kept pegging me as a like top three or whatever, you know. Which we talked about in the last episode. That is true. She does not say a false statement there. The the consensus with people who saw season three's um, Meet the Monsters 
I, they were ready to hand her the crown based on that meet the monsters. Yes. And I will also say this just to Eva's, Eva's defense, mm-hmm. but I do agree that she kind of was, you know, siding with the, with the, uh, uh, you know, uh, heckle and jekylls. Yeah. Um, that she, um, Yavska is a shitster. I mean, oh, yeah, Yavska she proved 100%. herself to be a shitster in the, in the short time that she was in her other season. And then also in this, in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, she and she does that a lot by giving like backhanded compliments. Yeah. In the last season, she did that a lot. So that's I think that's what she meant by saying at least she's consistent. Oh, okay. But, I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, it's up there to go home. You want to elaborate on that? I just said what I said. What do I have to elaborate on? Well, you know, I mean, I think there's a reason people pegged me as a top three before the season came out because of my awesome looks and your dress. You're looking basic. My what? Your dress, you're looking basic. Uh, and what do you look like, girl? Amon. You look like Amon with a toilet. <laughs> yeah, my outfit that. came off. Amon with a toilet. I'm going to sit on you. Be quiet. It's art. See, but this is what I'm talking about with the mean girls, is that you have, and it's very difficult for Yafka to fight back because Kendra has her disciples, like, laughing and hyping her up, taught, and they're basically drowning out. It's bullyish yeah. behavior. They're drowning out Yafka. Oh, yeah. And... Again, now this is a personal opinion. I think Yavska's right. Kendra literally just came in in an off the sh- off the rack drag outfit when they put horns on her head. There was no effort yeah. there. You can say Yavska no. failed, but she tried, right? She tried. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely was a, it was creative. Um, I, I do I do feel like I agree with you that it was bullying behavior mm-hmm. until she got to the Teletubby on the toilet, and then for some reason I just thought that was funny, and but I was like, all right, I didn't like. I didn't like I didn't like how we started, but I love where we got. Yeah. And I still feel like we need to, at some point, have a T-shirt that's just us as Teletubbies on a toilet. So toilet bowl. At least it's something interesting. Toilet bowl. At least it's giving something, girl. It's giving me Teletubbies on a toilet bowl. Yes, you know what's funny? Because I can't even say anything about yours. Because you can't. You're right. You can't. Because there's nothing to point out. There's nothing interesting. But you want a toilet bowl. Nothing. Right. Girl, when you get at least a quarter of the you're same really followers cool. I have, really maybe you can say more. We on the same show, Mama. And you went on third on your show too. So, so flush the toilet. Done. I mean, these are grown-ass men fighting, like, playground children. Children on a playground. Yes. But I'm 100% here for it. Okay, yes, we have I one more clip. We're going to zip through this because this is a school night for you. And it's Melissa versus Erica. We're going to go 30 seconds each time. And then we'll stop. Wait, we still have the Kendra and Victoria thing. Or or do we not do oh, that? Oh, yeah, I have that. Hold on. I didn't put it here. I do have it, though. Hold on. Kendra okay. and Victoria. I forget. That's a short one, too. Um, yeah. where is Kendra versus Victoria? I do know I put, oh, did I not, did I not export it? If I didn't export it, then we That will, one isn't as important. Oh, I found I it. Mean, I mean, we found could it. just discuss I it. I found okay. it. I found it. All right, here we go. So you want Kendra and Victoria? Okay, so let's do, well, let's do, uh, Melissa versus Erica first. Or do you want to do Kendra? Okay. No, I'm fine with that. I'm All fine right. with Melissa versus Erica. All right, okay. Here we go. So, um, let's get into this. The first role... This is Astrid when she thinks she's the winner and that she's assigning roles, okay? This is Astrid... Yeah, because she won. Yeah. All right, well... Well, is the... The bullies disagree with you. ...host character. They're going to be have the most screen time, and they host the party, and will be in all the scenes. Every other role is going to be teams. So two people will be watching TV. Two people will be using a Ouija board in a bedroom. Three people will be dancing in the living room. Two people will be carving pumpkins. The living room is just going to allow for, like, more fun and physicality. I mean, if you listen, by the way, you can hear the other girls talking. They're not listening. So I want to do that one. I'll, I'll do, be the dance yeah, in the living room. I, that was my second choice. Okay. Are we in the living room? 
three in the living room. Period. Right here. Uh, I just, I just called, I just asked for the living room. Oh. Watch TV. It's fine. To make this easier, are you sure? I'll just watch TV. So Coco says, "I'll watch TV," but then this is where Coco gets nasty. Yeah. Because Erica thanks her. You're gonna hear this, and it's a thank you for making it work or whatever. Blah blah blah. And then Coco gets really snippy with her okay. we're all gonna be make it work didn't sound like it a second ago but do you know how to dance girl yes so then melissa's not wanting to fight for her friend she goes do you even know how to dance girl and then this is when kendra says yeah. i mean erica says the iconic line here we go excuse me i've performed in new york city and have twirled and swirled so <laughs> she's twirled and swirled i will be keeping up i don't need to hear anything else <laughs> Right. I will say that, look, again, with uh, Melissa, here's the thing. Here's here's what's weird about that situation mm-hmm. is that if Erica had said literally anything else, I think I would have been like, Melissa's in the wrong. Yeah. But then when when she said I twirled and swirled, I was like, well, maybe she doesn't know how to dance. Like, maybe maybe she's just faking it till she makes it. And this is a legitimate question that er- that Melissa should be asking. Like, I, I think what we're so, learning yeah. today, though, is it's not about right and wrong with you, it's about who has the best line. I mean, that's, you know, that's life, baby. <laughs> Erica. <laughs> okay, oh, so here's what we're hearing now. So in the meanwhile, Astrid has found out she lost, and now they've given Ooh. the power to Melissa to choose people, and now Melissa is like, oh... I'm fucking changing everything around. Now she's reassigning it. Here we go. So now she says, Erica. You're watching TV. You're watching TV. She took her out of it. (laughs) And again, like bullies, they're all laughing. Leave me room. Dancing. uh, Coco, Melissa, Kendra. Uh, Wizzy board. Eva. Watching TV. Erica, Bora. I'm not surprised. Pissed off, but not surprised. Okay. Anything to say there? Uh yeah, I mean I, I agree with I agree with Erica. I think that you know she's not surprised, but you know it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. But she's not surprised. Um, she knew it was coming as soon as she got the paper. Yeah, you know as soon as Melissa got the paper. I will say to Melissa's defense, I didn't like how they were making fun of her accent. I thought that was a little cheap okay. shot because I think, I think you know I mean people have thick accents. If you and she, Melissa even said you understood what I was saying, right? Yeah. And they were like, yeah. And it's like okay, well then fucking move on, right. you know. Here we go. So, yeah. Wait, Erica, didn't, didn't you want to be in the dance group? Yeah, but now that I, like, <laughs> have had a chance to, like, think about the TV, I think it's going to be great. Erica, yes. the reason why I gave you this. Now, by the way, Erica's making the best of it. Melissa could just let it sit there. Sitting down part is because I yeah. asked you if you're going to turn it out, and you gave me an attitude about it. So the reason why. I- and Melissa didn't ask her if you're going to turn no. it out. She said, she did not ask that. No. She said, can yeah. you even dance? Give it to can me because you, you want to be. Yeah, can you even dance, girl? Yes, that's with me. I'm going to give it right back to you. That's why I gave you a sitting down party. I'm not going to you know? apologize for giving you an attitude. I wasn't deliberately I'm not expecting giving you... you to do that because I wouldn't do that either. Okay, whatever. All right, let's get you out of here, Lord. We're going to get down to 90. You know how much I hate going over time. So let's do Kendra versus Victoria. It's not very long. We'll do it in uh, little segments. Here we go. Perfect. Because I didn't want to work with Victoria or Abora. Because last time we worked together, I went home. <laughs> okay, let's remind everybody why Kendra went home. They were doing a battle of the bands. Okay. Yeah. Kendra was in a band with Victoria and Abora. And she never showed up for practice. And she never... Cause, okay, so people should know this. In the first couple of seasons of Dragula, 
they didn't have the budget to put the queens up. So what they would do is they would film on the weekends. So the queens could have their day job and then they'd film on the weekends. And so the queens could also work on their costumes and rehearse for things and practice things uh, in between episodes. And so the thinking was here was in between whatever the last episode and this one, that the queens would work on the band practice for the Battle of the Bands. So I think they would get the assignment Sunday night and then they had the entire week to work on it. Okay. And so they were supposed to rehearse. Kendra never showed up to any of the rehearsals. She made up excuses. All the other bands. I think she showed up to one. I think she showed up and to one. And she was super late. And she was super Wasn't late. she or something like that? Yeah. She showed up to one and she was super late and just was not there. And then, of course, sucked and was in the bottom two. All right. Here we go. And there was like specific moments, I think, where they were doing like num- dance things that they had yeah. choreographed that she just didn't know yeah. because she wasn't at practice. Yeah. So, Victoria, are you nervous about this performance challenge? Honestly, no. Because we were in the bottom two last performance challenge. A performance challenge? Yes, but remember, (laughs) he didn't show up for the rehearsals. I mean, Oh, now you just called, Kendra. You were so done. I mean, you did go home during the performance challenge, Kendra. I did. Say performance challenge one more time. Performance challenge! All right. Any thoughts there, Lori, before we go on? Yeah, I... (laughs) Look, I, I kind of am a little frustrated that nobody's really calling Kendra out on yes. her shit. Yavska is a little bit. Yes. But, like, Victoria and Eva, I feel like, are just sort of, like, in my opinion, if if Kendra was, like, kind of pointing the finger at Victoria, I would have been like, are you afraid? Because you were in the bottom. But she never said that. She just was like, you know, she was just like, oh, well, if, you know, she did say the thing about practice, but it's just like, okay, you know. Yeah. And? All right, here we go. So, I don't know. We need to talk. Let's talk, girl. Okay, so this is when Kendra now, she's been goaded by Melissa to go over and apologize to Victoria. So, they're in the But then what I love is she she goes, I don't want to walk all the way over there and talk to her. It's like, bitch, it's like two feet. Get up and walk. But she does. I, I I didn't put any of that trying to get her to go over there. This is actually the conversation. I feel like there's an elephant in the room between us. Do you feel that? By the way, several times Victoria said, I don't have a problem with you. Be real. I uh, really, I don't feel like that. I honestly love you, gal. We're literally. I'm no, I'm being for real. For no, me. seriously. I just feel. I feel like y'all play. This is one of the things where Kendra has main character syndrome, where she thinks she's the main character, and that Victoria Elizabeth Black has been thinking about her all these years. Yeah, and she's finding out that she really and hasn't. Just, and it's just been like. Well, and also has probably been like, she's probably wondering why I haven't reached out to her. Yeah. And Victoria's just like, oh, I thought we were friends. The level of friendship that we've had, we have is the level of friendship I want. Yeah. And I was, I was comfortable with it. Here we go. Evening. I'm going to be real. Played you? Yes. Why? You never told me this. I was mad. I guess she's even laughing. She's like, well, what are you talking about? That's forever. Yeah. I didn't know that Kendra had all these feelings still from season two. I honestly thought we hashed it out. I felt on my season that my whole team threw me under the bus. No, you threw yourself under the bus. No. You didn't go. You weren't even at the bus stop. There was no one to throw you under yeah. the bus. You weren't there at the bus. You, st- you wouldn't go to the bus. Yeah, you didn't yeah. show up to the bus. They all met at the bus you at never the same showed time. Up. Yeah. And Victoria drove You the never bus. showed up. Yeah. And I just want to bear the fucking hatchet. No, please. Because I'm I really finally like, like I know it sounds really petty, but I hated you for years. I mean, you always hate the girl. This- 
Yes. You always hit the girl sending you home. That's not true. Sends you home. Let's be real. First off, I think I Victoria did not send her home. No. Again, these idiots, these freaking idiots, and not understanding how reality competition shows work. Victoria was in the bottom as well. Yes. And she also, was also slated to go home. Also, like, it's not even like, look, for what you're saying right now even works for drag race with lip sync for your life. These are two queens who are drag race who are performing and lip syncing, and RuPaul has to judge them, right? And um, they want the prize just as badly as the other person. They don't want to go home. Okay. But even in this case, I don't even know what the extermination challenge was. Is like, so, so Victoria ate more bugs than Kendra? Like, what, yeah. like, what did she do that sent her home? You know for a fact that they already had who they were going to send home probably before yes. the extermination yes. challenge even started. And maybe something swayed them a little bit, but I doubt it. Yeah. So there is no way whatsoever that Victoria sent her home. Yeah. She did not vote for her. She did not say that, you know, she didn't do anything to, you know, necessarily say that she should go home. It wasn't until the reunion that they even brought up the thing about the Wait, bu- okay. about her not going to rehearsals. So I'm looking at it up right now. So I found it. Here, th- this mm-hmm. is this is how she sent her home. This is unbelievable. You know what the extermination challenge was? No. What? Receive the worst tattoo you can think of. Oh, I remember that challenge. But what I'm saying is, they each chose a tattoo. They made it up. The worst tattoo. I think I remember that now. Didn't she choose lips a lipstick or something? I don't remember. Uh, Kendra. I don't remember. I feel like. I might be mis misremembering this, so if I am, but I feel like I remember having an issue with her because it was like actually a cute tattoo, and it was like they said the worst tattoo, yeah. not the cute tattoo. Yeah, so I don't know so, how Victoria sent her home. Yeah, it's like Kendra, look in a mirror. That's what you should be. Yeah, we at, both got you know? tattoos. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Here, let me finish the last thirteen seconds. I had a little anim- anim- animosity. Animosity. animosity words. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for that. That was wrong of us. I'm sorry. Well, I now I have no feelings, no hard feelings towards you. And I think Victoria is just like I so don't care that I'll just fucking apologize. I don't give a shit, right? Yeah. It's just like well, also it's one of those things where, you know, if you're doing something that genuinely is upsetting somebody else. It's not fun to know that, but you know, it's like, you know, okay, I'm sorry. So you can move on, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I, you know, nobody who genuinely doesn't care goes up and says, Hey, just so you know, I've hated you for several years. Um, Oh, by the way, that doesn't happen. Listen, I've hated you for several years now. Hey, I uh, I so don't care about this, and yeah. it's like I don't even really think about it. Yeah. But I literally like hated your guts yeah. for five years, and I know you've hated mine too. And be like, I and haven't I know, even been I thinking about you. You know, I know you've been thinking about me every day. Yeah. All right, Laura, it is very late. So why don't we do this? That's going to do it for this week's episode of Hello Uglies. This episode was produced by Zach Birch. Be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of Dragula Titans Season 1. So for Lori Roggenkamp and uh, myself. So long, Uglies! Thank you for listening to Hello Uglies. Have something to say? Email us at helloUglies at afterthought.media. 
You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Rockenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L A U R I, the letter U L I A R. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J O E B E T A N C E. Hello Uglies is an afterthought media podcast. Thank you.